Welcome to episode number six of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Steve Fountas, and today Eric and I are going to count down the top ten wrestling theme songs of all time. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. Send us an email to ppwpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on SoundCloud, and please subscribe on iTunes. Eric, how excited are you for the top ten wrestling theme songs ever? I'm up and down, like I'm really looking forward to it, but I don't know how much I'm going to be able to talk <laughs> about my top ten, because the thing is, there's so many songs. I guess I picked the the ten more memorable ones to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, as long as you criteria, or say the criteria you came up with for making your top ten, yeah. mine was a little bit of my personal stuff and overall what I think is the best top ten. Okay. In the history of wrestling stuff. Yeah, I um, wanted to get away from that because I didn't. The Rock's going to be on there. Austin's going to be on there. Hogan's probably going to be on there. And I don't want to waste three on obvious ones. But this isn't the top obvious countdown. This is just like the best. <laughs> so you don't, you, I mean, it's pretty obvious Hogan's not going to be on your top ten. So really no. quick, guys, Eric and I did two separate top tens. So how this is going to work is first we're going to play the honorable mentions. It's just a handful of honorable mentions that didn't make either of our top ten, or maybe some made your top ten and not mine. And then we're going to go to Eric's top ten, and then the real top ten, which is mine, and that will be the definitive list for the top ten <laughs> all right. of all time. Um, before we get started on actually playing the songs, was it important to you, Did you, when you were growing up, or even now, your opinion on a wrestler, did it change based on his or her theme songs? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the my, um, I guess, attraction to... I guess it's part of the entrances also. So yeah. depending on how I feel about them, I mean, it depends on their entrance. Like It could it could affect their your opinion of them one way or the other. Like Cesaro is an example, who's always yeah. had horrible theme songs, but is an awesome wrestler. I think as I got older, I became more um, where I respected the wrestlers for the wrestling instead of the theme music. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are there is horrible music right now. Well, there, there's horrible music and there's amazing music yeah. because I think the horrible, not necessarily horrible music, is just kind of generic where it all sounds just, here's a guitar, rock, right? Yeah. Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose all have similar theme songs. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Dean Ambrose, like, motorcycle start, it's like, okay, everyone knows that's him. So at least it's recognizable for him. Yeah. Whereas Seth Rollins, too, the drums, it's recognizable for them. Kevin Owens, I think it's, it's a little better, but I think it starts off too quiet. But still, all three of those guys with similar songs they're still some. They're still recognizable to that character. Over time, you get to identify that that's who's mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah. Do you remember when CM Punk changed his theme song from this Fire Burns to Cult of Personality? It was right after he came back after the pipe bomb walkout. I don't remember the exact point, but I know it changed. Yeah. So what happened was he was gone for a few weeks after he won the title at Money in the Bank. So the WWE had in a new championship tournament. The main event was Cena versus Rey Mysterio. What happened was Rey Mysterio the week before won the tournament to be the champ, so he faced Cena f- to win the undisputed belt. Uh, Cena won the match, and then he's celebrating. Afterwards, all of a sudden, you hear the cult of personality, and I had no idea. I thought it was like Colt Cabana for some reason, I'm like oh, Colt, Colt Cabana. But then CM Punk kind of walked out because I wasn't familiar with his independent days of using that theme song. So to me. It was a little bit of an adjustment period. It was a cool song. Eventually, that's what he became known for. But it's tough when guys switch theme songs. Uh, There's definitely been times when they've upgraded theme songs, and that, I would say, is one. Another one is probably Ziggler's, where he was, I am perfection, and then it turned over to Here to Show the World, which I think is a cool song now. Can you think of any 
even from WCW to WWF or vice versa, where they switched theme songs and they became upgraded theme songs and became better? Um, the only one, I mean, I think they kind of changed the Goldberg song, but I know... The it's one that still I, similar enough. Yeah, right? but I know the one I noticed the biggest difference was Hogan's WWF versus Hogan's WCW. The re, the American-made WCW, yeah. that one's not great. Uh, man, no, it, it kind of sounds like Dusty's a little bit at the beginning. He's got... Here, I'll play it. I'll just pull it up on Maybe YouTube. Maybe I'm just thinking it. of Dusty's song. <laughs> well, Dusty's is an awesome theme song. That's... Uh, spoiler alert, it's on what's going to be played today. So, yeah. But that's an awesome theme <clears> song. <throat> I'm going to look up WCW, Hulk Hogan's WCW theme, right? Yeah. Now, that was one where they it seems like they tried to keep him in the same all-American genre, but couldn't And there's re- some bars the in there that, that kind of mimic the WWF song, but it's not... I don't know. You know how WCW would kind of rip off songs? Right. Like DDP's Nirvana. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. He's American. It was nothing like... No, but that, that, that's <laughs> what like... I had in my head, but it came out like the other one. I can, maybe the, the guitar, guitar riffs. Maybe. Yeah. Let's see here. Here, hold on. That, like, guitar solo there is, like, so WCW. Like, yeah. their theme songs and their games. But if you pull everything and just, like, the guitar riffs, like, that sounds like WWF. You know, you know who you sound like? What? Remember when Vanilla Ice had his behind the music and they were talking about how he ripped off Under Pressure? He was like, theirs was ding da ding 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 But ours was... Do, 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 do. It's the same thing. Okay. You're just trying to, to, to get it together. But that was one I hated when he was part of the WCW. Because, mm-hmm. again, me being the big Hogan fan, I'm like, well, why isn't he using Real American? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and just get right into it with playing some of our honorable mentions. So how this is going to work is I'm literally going to hit shuffle on my playlist here they made for the honorable mentions. Some of these songs Eric did have on his top ten already. So if you do, just shout it, and we'll go ahead and play it. Or we'll just skip it, and when we get to your top ten, we'll break it down more. So but my top ten doesn't count. No, definitely not. <laughs> and everyone will see that once you get it. Because yours is just like, this is these are songs I like. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's like my workout playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is my number one. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll just say that because on my, my top ten, my number one workout song is on this list. All so, right. Cool. So here we go. Here's the honorable mentions we got here. What the hell is this? You'll, you'll recognize it. No chance, what you got. I believe this is the same song as the DX theme. <laughs> the same band? Maybe. No, it's Jim Johnston. I don't know if it's the same band. Okay. We just gotta play it till we get to the awesome chorus. Here it comes, ready? You've got. And that song really stands the test of time because it's it's a, it's a great song. It came out in 1999. This was part of the Royal Rumble's theme song was No Chance in Hell when uh-huh. Vince you got no chance in hell to Austin. And he just took it and it became his theme song. Yeah, it's a and, good song. And for a while it was all of um, the McMahon's themes, even Shane and I think Stephanie had it too, yeah. except for Linda. She had the WrestleMania theme, uh-huh. which is our intro sort of. Our, our intro song, the... Oh, WrestleMania song is from, I think, 93. Um, and that one is the lyric version of the instrumental one that Linda McMahon has. But this one, like you said, does stand the test of time. And it's when you hear it, you think of Vince strutting down. There's nobody oh, yeah. else that can have it. No, nobody. So that and, one... and the other kids, they're still using the same songs. Like Shane's Here Comes the Money, uh-huh. Stephanie's. Stephanie's had a couple different ones. She had, like, Eve, and now I don't even know what she has now. Like, I'm all grown up or something? I don't even know. Okay. I don't like hers. I've never liked hers, but I guess I shouldn't because she's a heel, and I've always, pretty much, always been a heel. Yeah. Anything else to say about No Chance in Hell? No. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> no either. Chance. Yeah, we've got a lot of songs to go through. We're just gonna literally gonna play yeah. like these. These are awesome songs. Let's what's, what's next here on the playlist? Here we go. Oh. All right. I'm just gonna play it. I just saw it. Here 
of the Fabulous Ruggio Brothers. Great lyrics. Great lyrics. Did Jimmy Hart write that? Yes. Great lyrics. And I hated the Ruggio Brothers. This is such a great song for them because it's so cheesy and so lame. Uh-huh. And it's got some awesome lines. Here. Here we go. Here's my favorite line coming up. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened to that. Oh, it's such a great song. I'm just going to keep playing. This is awesome. This is an awesome song. Just but they're all American boys? Yeah. Well, what's funny is they were French-Canadian. Yeah. And that was like their heel thing. Like, no, no, we're the American boys. But they're like the preppy look, <laughs> not like the metal 80s stuff. And the Maple Leaf. They No, they didn't have the Maple Leaf. They had the Saint logo, like the... Um, because they were French the Canadian, floor, the floor, the floor, floor does something. I don't know. I'm not okay. Canadian, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but I just know that there's were people driving us like, no, you're not American. You do not get to wave American flag. <laughs> they like, would wave little flags around, and they also would always like hug each other and stuff like that. And just this is another example of a theme song fitting a character or characters in this case, where they wanted it to be super cheesy, and but yet recognizable and catchy when they came out. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't, I don't remember the Rujos too much because they had a pretty short run as far as my fandom. But going back and watching tapes and things like that, it was just awesome to, to hear that. And I hated these guys so much. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. All right, this one um, is actually on yours, so I'm going to skip it. Um, let's go what we got next year. Okay, so this is one, the current guy. Here we go. And I'm not, it's not like great, but it's just, it's still like it fits him type yeah. of thing. And this is another one made by Jim Johnston, and it fits him. And this is one where the guitar doesn't like sound like everyone else's kind of. Like it kind of, like we mentioned earlier, it kind of is now. At first, I didn't recognize it because it didn't have that big squeal yeah, at the beginning. The guitar squeal. I think I skipped. I think I was on mute there, so you couldn't hear the squeal. But uh-huh. so Lesnar is a UFC fighter, or was a UFC fighter, or whatever. And we always like, why doesn't he come out to this? It's so much cooler than Enter Sandman, which is his yeah. UFC entrance match. Uh, another thing too with him when he came back originally after WrestleMania 28 and challenged John Cena. This was awesome because the crowd was like, "Please be Lesnar, please be Lesnar," and then the guitar squeal hit, and the place went ape shit. And that's kind of like the Austin Glass break, like just the one note. Yeah. And besides Brock, I mean, is there anybody currently you can think of that has the one note, like the music hits one note, and then the crowd goes either nuts or boos or whatever? Because I can't think of anybody right now besides him. Maybe, like I said, Ambrose, the motorcycle? Yeah. Anything? But what else is there? Nobody. Right? No, I can't think of anybody. I guess Cena, maybe. Yeah, Cena. Because, the, you know, the that, but... Even him doesn't have the AJ ins- with a little bit. No, no, it's because it's, it's too big, too big of a buildup. Yeah, I've, AJ's theme has grown on me. It's still lame because the lyrics are dumb, <laughs> but it's still, but it's grown on me. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe Enzo and Cass with that comes out, or the New Day, which is not really a song, but oh, right. <laughs> but but Brock's got that. So. Uh, Wyatt's. Yeah, but again, it's just yeah. It's just, yep, <laughs> that's their thing. Yeah. It's not really a note. That's, 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 that's how you know them. <laughs> yeah. You know, The Rock had that, if you smell. Um, before he didn't have, the, his old song was, Do You Smell What The Rock Is? Not as good mm-hmm. as If You Smell. Right. So it's the one note thing, which I think a couple are on my list later we can talk about. So here we got the next song for you. And you, most people are going to think this is a different song than what it is, the first notes. So. Everyone thinks it's Foley, but it's Razor. <laughs> that song was really cool back then because he came out as like the real smooth. Right. They, uh, it fit him perfectly. You know, Cubano. Like. Yeah, totally not. He's just from Florida. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't speak Spanish. But just real laid back and just a badass. 
this, uh, this part would be he be in the ring by now and like the the fireworks would be coming down yeah. at him. <laughs> and there's one more look. There's one more like guitar screech. It's another one where now I think they still do. A, they're starting to do a little bit better by finding entrance music that fits them. Like Nakamura's, like mm-hmm. his is perfect for his, and Bobby Roode's and and Bailey and and things like that. And start. I mean, Charlotte's a little bit just kind of a a different spin on Ric Flair's original theme song, but they're they're doing a better job now of not just giving them generic rock music. Bray Wyatt's another example of stuff that fits him. Yeah, um, let's go with the next song here. Oh, this is a good one. Unfortunately, he can never be out without hearing. The You Suck. Do you remember who started the You Suck chants towards Angle? Uh, Cena? No, it was Edge. Okay. So Edge, one of Edge's first major high-profile singles feuds, and he just said, everybody start saying, you suck, and people did. And then Angle shaved his head. He tried to get the change to you're bald, <laughs> but it was like, no, we want you suck. And what was crazy was when Angle turned babyface. Angle tried to change it? No. Um, Edge? Edge did to you're bald. And when Angle turned babyface, he would say, you suck, like pointing to his opponent in the ring. He changed it around. Uh-huh. I wonder how they're going to do that at the Hall of Fame this year. People are, you suck. He's like, no, no, I don't suck. You suck. <laughs> no, I, I think he'll embrace it. Yeah. It's a... I'm excited to hear it, and that was one where it didn't happen, obviously, but at the Royal Rumble, if like that, those horns went off, the place would have went nuts because it's oh, a yeah. recognizable theme song. Right. He would come out, but his, he had a theme in, in TNA, but I don't even know what it was, but it wasn't as awesome as that. No, but it was still identifiable. You knew who it was. Yeah. Yeah. You still, it still was, okay, this is Kurt Angle. It wasn't generic. Song <clears throat> number four. <laughs> There's a song I was going to tell you my honorable mentions, but I can't find it. It's... Um... I know you don't watch TNA, but there's a group called Decay. Okay. And their new song that they have is so great. But the only um, things that I can find online, you've got Josh Matthews. Is it Josh Matthews? Just talking over it. Oh, really? Yeah, because they just pulled the audio from a show. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about it going on this. But you can hear the song in the background. It's crystal clear, but you got somebody talking over it. But that's a good one. Speaking of first notes, knowing what it is. Is cooking. Another Jim Johnston original. And this is one where all these I'm finding the same thing as I'm playing and they work for the guy uh, the rocks like okay energy all right where you go and then he's like standing up at the top and slowly walking to the ring and the guitar breaks down and he gets to the you could I'm visualizing in my head as the music's playing um, him just walking to the ring and going to the corner lifting his arm up you know scanning the crowd so it kind of fits him perfectly yeah did you uh, remember the rock? He was. It was probably in the nation days. With the, Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And then he had after this one, like the slow, the Hollywood rock theme song. Where it's a little bit different now. It was. It was like this one, but I. Re- so the the Hollywood one was a little bit different than this one. It was like more slower. And if you smell what the rock is cooking, was slower. And I think that was to get people less excited for him because he was a heel at the time. Let's see what we got next. So this is um. Another honorable mention here. Another, once again, Jim Johnston. He's just dominating this. <laughs> Jim Johnston, CFO, just dominating this list. This is, these are in the, we aren't even in the top ten yet. This is honorable mentions. One, two, is this on? This is definitely the DX band. Yeah. This was when Triple H was in his green phase, where he would always come out green. Uh-huh. They did the X Pac. <laughs> totally like late nineties, early two thousand song, yeah. and does not stand the test of time as no. far as listening to it. But for the time, it fit him perfectly. It was is one where he is 
upgraded for sure with his theme songs. He's also on my workout playlist as far as uh, what's your favorite Triple H song, Incarnation? Because he got like seven. Uh, the King of Kings, I've always liked that one. And there was a time where, I mean, he used it and then didn't use it that much. He always went back to the game song. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, I hear the King of Kings. I just like that one more. He he uses both sometimes now. It's interesting. He'll like he'll sometimes mash them both. And I think he did that. The, the original King of Kings was at, for WrestleMania 22 in Chicago. It was the first time he used that when he came out looking like Conan the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And that was the bow down to the king. And then once he took all his shit off, he turned into time to play the game. So I think it's cool when he does that for like WrestleMania and big appearances for his big entrances. He'll do that. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got next. Ooh. This is one I'm like I, I forgot like these songs they put on. So here we go, <laughs> another Jim Johnston, big surprise. You know what this is? Ben Shamrock. Okay. Picture him walking down in his row, standing <laughs> up at the at the entrance, hitting his face, ready to go. It was one. He was a guy that I I was a fan of, and I was pissed he never got like a title run. Did you are you a Shamrock fan at all, or no? Probably hated Shamrock. Uh, I didn't hate him. He was just a guy. He was just a guy. Yeah. They had they had so many guys that were good. And, yeah, yeah, and, and so 90, many good guys from like ninety six end of ninety six through like two thousand, even more. Yeah. It was just like constant stream of wrestlers that were. Every, everybody meant something. And they're getting back to that now with the brand split where you might not like the storylines they're in, but at least for the most part, everyone's got something to do on the two different shows. Like if they're on TV, they're not like an aimless storyline. Like even like Carmella with like James Ellsworth and SmackDown, you might not like it, but they're doing them something. They're giving them TV time and saying, here, here's an idea. See if you can get it over with the crowd. If mm-hmm. you can't, you can't. But at least they're giving them the opportunity now rather than just having them hang out in the back all day. Here's another one. Uh, I don't believe this is a Jim Johnston, but this is definitely a classic all-time theme song. Everybody's got a prize. The Million Dollar Man is a guy that has got to be one of the most iconic characters in, in WWF history. He came along at a time where he used to, he was from Mid-South and started off as a babyface there, turned heel, came into the WWF and was given this character called the Million Dollar Man, basically the ultimate heel. And this this music song, he just talks about how much better he is than you and how everybody has a price. Like, And it's just him talking over it. Million Dollar Man always gets his way. And that, that horrible laugh. And that money, money, money part is just an iconic sound and, a, and just an iconic, um, I guess, lyric. Just three words, money, money, money. Some might cost a lot. But I'm the million dollar man. And you will be bought. <laughs> and that awesome laugh he had is the million dollar man just a guy that when he first came didn't have a theme song and then later when he did get this i think this pushed him over as more of a recognizable figure and and fans and fans eyes and, and fans eyes fans eyes and minds eric's just walking back in here he had to, he's got the bladder of a cocker spaniel so he had to come back in really quick i do uh, <laughs> so we just played million dollar man let's let's go with the next one. Oh, this is one that you may or may not recognize and this is just I don't think it's a good song at all, but to me, it's, it represents an important time in, in, in my fandom. This is the theme song to Raw. Raw is war. Total, like, anthrax, like, rip-off cover band. That's like when everything was blowing up with fire. And, yeah, and Austin's like walking through yeah. it. So that's that's one where you hear the song and you picture more the visual than the. I'm gonna I'm gonna get going along here because I don't want to get caught too much. It was already about a half twenty minutes in. We haven't gotten to our top ten yet. <laughs> this is just fun to hear. Like yeah. I just like listening. I want to keep them playing. I like listening to them. Right. 
because I don't know about you, but when I hear it, it takes me back to where I was. Like, oh, and I remember this song. I remember this moment with this guy. There There's times I sit on YouTube and I just play songs. <laughs> Here's another guy we didn't mention. We hear that bell, the first note. The yeah. crowd knows what's up. This is like the original, original. Sabi's so death the Undertaker, and when he first returned back to his dead man character after he was the American Badass for a couple years at WrestleMania 20, this was another thing where that's what the crowd was most excited for was his entrance and the song. And if anyone's never been to a WrestleMania and seen the Undertaker's entrance at a WrestleMania, it try to go this year because who knows how much longer he's going to be because it's something to see. Um, it's something I want to talk about when we have my WrestleMania project. It's probably going to start up next week. Um, with people that have been there and just that entrance is a big deal of going and just that music you get goosebumps and like the lights are all out and there's fake lightning and and other wrestlers have talked about it too when they're standing in the ring and he's walking down the aisle it's just an awesome moment for them just as a performer to, to participate in that so do you have a favorite undertaker theme is just the original one or there was one it was a little different when he was the ministry of darkness mm -hmm. i think i have that one where he's like talking like in tongues yeah i don't know just i just like well i'll know dark evil stuff <laughs> i'll get to it metal yeah why don't you like the thorn in your eye the, the rocking <laughs> song and next up we've got a hall of fame wrestler here we go This is a slightly different version. It was very, very original. It didn't have the guitar, but still the same beat. The do no 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 no. To me, that song isn't like amazing, but it fits. I can't imagine Bret Hart having anything different. Like there are certain guys I can see. Like all right, you can have a different song and it wouldn't change. Whereas Bret, you don't get that first guitar squeal. It's not the Hitman, right? This next one is. Uh, you get that's on your list. Oh, here's one that Pat, who was on last week, would love this one. So, quick story. Um, at my wedding, and I'll tweet the link out too if anybody wants to see it. So, my wedding, my I convinced my wife to let us do wrestler for the entrances to the to the wedding reception to do wrestling theme songs. Just everybody gets their own theme. Then I had her convinced her after she agreed to that to everyone to wear, be in full costume. <laughs> so you had Macho Man, full costume, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels with the fake pyro, Million Dollar Man. Even a little skit before with The Rock and The Miz, my two cousins. Um, Pat, who was here last week, his favorite wrestler was Mr. Perfect. He said, okay, will you come out in a singlet? He's like, okay. So he lost a bunch of weight, <laughs> got in shape for my wedding, lost like 30 pounds, came out in a singlet, and... Uh, which, spoiler, this is the next song. It's Mr. Perfect. Came out in the singlet with the towel. Yellow and, and blue? It was just black. Oh. And uh, I couldn't find a fancy one. NWO Perfect or Hennig. Yeah, NWO Perfect. <laughs> but he came out in the towel, and it was just, people were just looking at him. And then he ate dinner in his singlet. <laughs> I always think of, like, the vignettes he would do. Like, like everything was, was perfect. Like, he'd throw the basketball perfect. He'd... Bolt. Skate shoot perfect. He bowl perfect. <laughs> Everything Golf. was perfect. Golf. My favorite was when he threw the touchdown to himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Such an awesome character. And you're right. I think more of the vignettes with this song is supposed to be the actual entrance. And then here, and the entrance to the spitting the gum behind his back, slapping it, the towel. Yeah. So the next one here, which is what we talked about a second ago, um, it's it's this wasn't this part is the actual song, and it would here. I think the reason this one didn't make my list is because it's an actual song. <laughs> they didn't make it for a wrestler. He just had it for a wrestler. Do you like that one better or his, his other one better? I liked his other one better. Okay, this fire burns. And, well, I mean, there, I have reasons for it, but, like, the Cult of Personality, I mean, it's an older song, and I really liked it when it kind of came out in the mm -hmm. 90s. So, I don't know. I never knew he used it before and all that kind of stuff. So, when he changed it, it took me 
took a while for it to grow on me. Yep. So this is ironic. Our next one, our next song again, this is on shuffle here. That would be my number 11. Is it? <laughs> if I had a top 11? Yeah. It'd be on it. You just like it? You I just like it. I just loved her personality, the way she came out, skipping and just being psycho crazy and smiling. She was amazing. And the music, I think, fit her. Yeah. I, I, I think when they tried to, I think originally when they were using this for her, they were like, oh, you'll be a fun, happy girl, baby face. And then she turned into a, the crazy chick, which kind of fit it perfectly. Oh. This next one here. I think we're getting down to the end of my uh, honorable mentions. Here. And I might be wrong, but I think that might have been the song that gave Maria years back when she was there. That might have been one of her first songs. Maybe. Because they reused some songs. Mm -hmm. Like Somebody Call My Mama? Yeah. Which I can't believe I forgot about that one. Here you go. This is Edge's first theme song slash The Brood. Gangrel and Christian. It really gets going, not now, but when, when, when the uh, main track hits. That's when they start coming up. Uh -huh. the fire. Yeah, and like, they're moving their heads like, doof. Like, <laughs> I'm bobbing my head like you can see it. Like. Just um, one that I think Edge has an amazing theme. Excuse me, I think he's on both of our top tens. But that one just got like a little special. Like, if he, if he didn't have his... Or his one he has, like the "You Think You Know Me," I think by Alter Bridge. He, I think it's called Metalingus or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think the Brood one will be on there. It was just a name. Not the Rob Zombie one. Never gonna stop me. Yeah. I think you like Rob Zombie over the Brood one. No, I'm asking you. No, it'd be it'd be the Brood. <laughs> what about you? Did you did you pick the Brood one or the Rob Zombie one? Um, probably the Rob Zombie because I think at that time that was a really like hot song. At the time. Yeah. But what about now? Now, probably the brood. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of the time. <laughs> you hear those horns, you finish. One of several members of the WWE roster that sing their own theme song. Of all time. Not, I think he's the one that currently does. AJ doesn't sing his. I don't think AJ does. It's catchy as hell. Mm -hmm. Lyrics are kind of dumb. Like, I'll wash your mouth out like Colgate, but it's just a catchy song. Yeah. And when it comes on, people know it's John Cena. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I think this is the last one of the honorable mentions here. Mick Foley's personality is so amazing that he could come up with three characters. <laughs> and it's just so corny. I love it because it's so corny. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid, but it's funny. Uh, what we got here? And you remember the video, like, the leading it's... up to that, they were showing what he wanted to be when he was younger. He uh -huh. wanted to be Dude Love. He's jumping off roofs. But his, but his version of Dude Love was like a Shawn Michaels. Like, girls love him. Not cheesy and, like, ironic. Yeah. Mick Foley's a... I know he's in the Hall of Fame. He's, he's respected. But I feel like he's a little underrated for how awesome he was with his characters and how funny he mm -hmm. was. Like when he was trying to get McMahon to love him and things like that, just <laughs> awesome moments. Yeah. And here, uh, speaking of guys against McMahon, instead of trying to love them, this, this group. Totally Kevin Nash trying to be cool when he's like almost 40 in 1999. But my perception was... He was. He was cool. Yeah. This is clearly made for them. Yeah. And the, thing, and the thing when they were, I don't know how far removed it was from the Tupac era when they had the bandanas tied it's in. It's pretty knots. far removed because Tupac has been dead for a while at that time. Right? I don't remember when he died. Well, I don't think it's relevant. 95? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> But they kind of carried that that whole uh, mm -hmm. that look. <laughs> they did. All right. Next up, we got uh, one where I, this is more. I think of the actual Titantron entrance. His first one. 
Jericho flashes across the Tron. Yeah. I believe in Jer- one of Jericho's books, he talked about one of the times he came back after hiatus, he wanted to have a new theme song, and Vince is like, no, people won't know who you are. And I can see why he wanted one. Like, when he was that evil, like, suit-wearing uh, character, he definitely did not fit the Break the Walls Down theme song, but it's, it's, it's his. Um, I think it's a Jim Johnston one. And I think this, here we go, this is officially the last. No, no, that's it. We're back at No Chance in House. That was all of them. So those were just the honorable mentions, and we're half an hour in. So let's try to get the actual top ten. All right, so what are we going with? My ten? Yeah, your ten's yeah. going to be first. And let's see, I'll get your list up here. So talk about a little bit what your thought process was in making your list. When you said we were going to do a top ten, I was going through, I don't know, the songs that I thought reminded me more memorable that I thought were good when I was younger. And I'm thinking of songs that I think are really good now. I think maybe I had seven or eight, and I didn't want to put the obvious ones in because I just, I don't know, wanted to be a rebel, I guess. (laughs) So I was just doing a different list. Well, here we go. You're going to have to start defending him. So here's number number 10 in Eric's top 10. I always thought that uh, Sapphire sung this song. <laughs> Definitely didn't. <laughs> I think it's just a great, it's fun, it's, it's funky. I mean, he's dancing, he's uh-huh. having a good time. Sapphire's having a good time. The crowd's having a, It's just a great song. Yeah, what's, what's funny is everyone talks about how Dusty Rhodes coming to WWE and they gave him the polka dots and the, you know, a common man gimmick and all that. And it was a rib, but whatever, if it might've been that making fun of him, but he took it and made it awesome. Yeah. I love Dusty. Even then, like I didn't realize that then. I just no, saw, you I know, thought this, he was awesome. this fat guy. He's real cool. Yeah. He can dance. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't, the polka dots, I didn't think twice about them. No. Like, oh, he's just wearing, that's just what he's yeah. wearing. It wasn't that's like a part of the whole look, I guess, of back then. This one's on my top 10 too. I forget exactly where it lands, but it's not number 10. So I ranked it higher than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go with Eric's number nine. This is also my top 10. Here we go. Bobby Roode, glorious. Um, I think just what happened there a second ago, in case anyone heard a glitch, our monitor turned off for a second, but it came back on, so we're good now. Because um, you could hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. So what did you pick Bobby Roode here? It's just, a, it just I don't know, it just grabs you from the beginning. It's just, I don't know, glorious. I will not give in. <laughs> I have to tell Victoria, yeah. he got over because of this theme song. Yeah. And, that's and kind of, there's... Uh, Champa and Gargano, they do little little videos on, I think it's maybe Twitter, Instagram, where they kind of play the song. And then when it starts getting going, Rude will show up in the background and start bobbing his head. Mm-hmm. And then Champa and Gargano are just like, yeah. <laughs> and I've seen enough of those to where that song grew on me. Okay. But the intros, I mean, just the physical intros that he does, where he comes out and he's like godlike and comes down like an angel. <laughs> just, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's an awesome song. And... It's on my top ten, too. So we can talk a little bit more when I get mine. So here is your number eight. This is the sensational Sherry version of this song, which I argue with him. I was like, no, this can't be on me. So why this one over the HPK one? Well, I like that one because when he went solo, she was his manager, and she was in love with him. She's this old, sexy cougar, and she just loves her little boy toy, and she's just screaming about how great he is and what, how he makes her feel. And the fact that she sang it, too. She's not a great singer. I think that's the part of the point is she's a heel, but I hated it. And I remember, so I remember Bobby Heenan would always, like, whistle, like, <laughs> and like, I was like, "What are you doing? Like, this is great. This is a great song." Yeah. 
So it was a good heel song, I'll give you that, but definitely not on my list of songs I would like. But the, the, the lyrics to it made sense to me that she would sing that to him. But then when he starts singing, he's just, I mean, it still makes sense when he's singing it, but he's he a, just sounds he's more narcissistic like, a, like a cocky. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Play to, it again. No. Let's go to number seven. Obviously, Shinsuke Nakamura. Violin drop. That's the best part. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Play it again for you. Don't worry. All right. This is an entrance that I could see being a big deal at like a WrestleMania someday. Yeah. Cause there Did already... you see the, uh, the two, I think it was the Montreal NXT? He had a bunch of violinists come out. Yeah, he's already starting to do it now. But like my vision is like he's on the big WrestleMania stage and there's like two giant curtains and the curtain drops. And then like all of a sudden the, the like there's a whole orchestra playing, not yeah. just a couple guys. It's an awesome theme song. And when he first debuted at the NXT Dallas last year in uh, before WrestleMania, the crowd, I think part of the reason they're going, holy shit, just three entrance is because Nakamura went along with his theme song, like with the strobe lights and the red, and mm-hmm. like he times his drop to his knee sometimes with yeah. the violin break, which is awesome. Anything else you had to say? Just you love the song. No, I just love it. <laughs> All right, here you it's one of those songs where it's stuck, it'll get stuck in your head, mm-hmm. and you'll just keep yeah. playing it in your head all day. So here we go. This is number six. Oh, yeah. Also known as the Graduation Pomp and Circumstance song. <laughs> Only the Macho Man can make the Graduation song seem awesome. Yeah. You, you told your story about when you first time you heard this song. <laughs> when I first graduated, it was eighth grade, and they played this song. And my first thought was, that's the Macho Man song. But I did, obviously, I didn't say it out loud because I figured I was wrong. Because <laughs> all the things I learned as a, as a wrestling fan were wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, everything that he did, he was the, he wore the tights, yeah. like little underwear tights, uh-huh. that song. Macho King, that song. Yeah, that's Goes true. back to Macho Man, that song. Even it's WCW always, was a version of that. Yeah. It's just, that's his song. Mm-hmm. Sorry, kid graduating. The Macho Man owns that one. It's not yours anymore. <laughs> right. All right, so here we go. We talked about this one a little bit earlier, but now we can actually play it. You think you know me? <laughs> Another song that, like CM Punk song, which is an actual song that the WWE and Edge took. The actual song doesn't start off with a drum bang. It starts off like whatever else, yeah. and I think that's the chorus part. But this fits. This is awesome. I think I just even said, like, look, guys, I know there's cool songs, but mine's the best there's ever been. And that is a really good song. I still listen to that. Just as its own song. It's just such high energy and just, you know, this guy is coming out and, mm-hmm. and the, the, the pyro. Yeah, the, just everything was amazing. The smoke and everything coming up. Yeah. Yeah, it's an awesome theme song. I think at our, again, at my wedding, uh, this was the song I used to take the garter off, and I think the garter toss. <laughs> it's just an awesome song. So next, that was number five. So here we are, number four. Again, this is Eric's top ten of all time. Here's number four. That's the song, not someone knocking. We're going to skip a little bit. I think if it wasn't for him, the character, this could be just like a bad song, but it fits him pretty well with his yeah. movements and stuff. So there's two ideas with that that I wait, do. I wait. Do. That's part. <laughs> Go ahead. When he comes out as just Finn Balor, the uh-huh. song's not that great. Right. When he comes out wait. as a demon, here it comes. 
lights are going up and down. Oh. <laughs> but you're right. Bumps. Yeah, really. Yeah, but, but you're right. The demon it's much better with the smoke and the way he crawls and just the way he moves his body. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and I probably said him. Do you think he should? Times. It's okay. I've probably said similar things a lot too. Do you think <laughs> he should have two different theme songs? Yeah. Okay. Maybe he will when he comes back, just like Finn Balor and then the demon. I think that's a good idea. There's another theme song of a WWE Hall of Fame wrestler. Another Jim Johnston. And this is, is this a gym song for you? <laughs> I love you that song. Yeah. Like, like other ones are just high energy. You knew something was going to happen. He comes out. I mean, he was just indestructible alone. That was number and then three. Then he comes out running to the ring. So you put that up pretty high. Yeah. Okay. So you feel pretty confident about that being an iconic song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you don't? I do. Um, it didn't make my top 10, though. I think it was like, would have been like number 11 or number 12. Okay. So here's your number two. So, so lame. Put that back. Now, so lame now. I think this guy's dead. The guy's singing, I think he's dead. Masters. Good guitar riff. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know if it was a WrestleMania, what pay per view it was when they did the live. Probably a pay per view. Yeah, it was WrestleMania 14. Band. Yeah, that and guy looks like such a putz. <laughs> with his backwards <laughs> Kango hat on. Yeah. I think he's dead. Let me look him up. you you got to talk more about it while I look him up. Well, pay. the reason I like that song so much is WWF at the time was just kind of boring. And then DX, they were really pushing the envelope. Everything was just about sex, being a degenerate, and just making fun of people. Yeah, he's dead. He just died in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> and just coming, I don't know, just everything was just so good. And being from that time period where I think it... I don't know if it was just my age or if it was like mm -hmm. that throughout, you know, the world. But my age just felt like, yeah, this is screw them. Yeah, I, I could see that too because this came out when I was in probably eighth grade, so you're probably somewhere in high school, and uh, it's just something where was that similar to you? Like you just felt more like a rebel that you liked probably. them because they were just so rebellious. Probably. Like I remember when DX used to, like Michael used to come out and like point to people and they're like suck it, suck it. We'd be telling people in class in like seventh and eighth grade. I'm like, <laughs> my teacher called me once. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, watching wrestling. <laughs> I didn't say that because like she'd tell my mom then wrestling would yeah. be done for me. But um, looking back, I'm like, I cannot believe I was allowed to watch this when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Like there's tits, there's girls showing their asses, there's like blood, all this stuff. But it was on like at the point where I we were I would watch like Raw and stuff in the basement. It was almost everything that was not on TV, like yeah. acceptable, and they were doing it and doing. I'm like, oh yes, mm -hmm. like they're <laughs> Little swearing. Pervy, you know, seventeen, eighteen year old guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when uh, when Michaels came back and DX came back in 2006, um, him and Triple H were in DX together, and then Triple H got hurt, so Michaels ended up being in the main event at WrestleMania 23. And I remember being super pissed because that was, no, it wasn't the first time I saw Shawn Michaels live, but it was my first time like at a WrestleMania and he came out to the DX song and I'm like, no, this is a singles match. You should be coming out to sexy boy. But the DX entrance was cool with the, uh, the flashing, like the mm -hmm. different screens and things left like that. But it's, it's your number two, which is pretty high up there. So let's see what your number one is. Number one. Let's really quick here. Number 10 was Dusty Rhodes. Number nine was Bobby Roode Glorious. Number eight, Shawn Michaels theme song sung by Sensational Sherry. <clears throat> number eight, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, no, this is number seven. Number six is Macho Man. Number five is Edge. Number four is Finn Balor. Three, Ultimate Warrior. Two, Degeneration X. And here is Eric's number one. Most favorite song. Okay. <laughs> Not the top. I'm glad you clarified that. Here we go. I kill switch engage. Put it back. Play the whole thing. <laughs> Too loud. Put it back. <laughs> Too 
we get it. <laughs> All right. So the initial guitar is pretty cool. I mean, it's a high energy song, but why is it your number one? Um, I got away from wrestling for a while, and when I started first coming back, I told you CM Punk was one of the guys that kind of lured me back in. And the fact that he used this, I thought it was just too heavy for mm -hmm. WWF, WWE to even use and consider, but it was just so heavy. Even music like that, screaming, and it's just so good. And I like that type of music, and it was just, I don't know, I thought it was really cool for him to use it. And then just the way he is, the way he presents himself and comes out, and it's clobbering time and screams, and I don't know, he was just awesome. So it's more so the guy yeah. than the song. Because... Well, the song is on my workout list. I, okay. You know, it's, it's a song that I still like. <laughs> so funny story when I think, that, again, back to my wedding. So my wife was having a wedding shower, and my wife's from Columbus, Ohio, and we live in Chicago. And uh, during the shower, some of her friends made, like, a Chicago playlist of, like, Chicago songs, and they put that on there for some reason. <laughs> so she's like, it was really quiet all of a sudden. Like, we hear this in the background. <laughs> It's like the end when they start really screaming, huh? So should have a bunch of ladies eating. <laughs> All of a sudden, this is in the background because oh, Steve Punk Chicago yeah. and Steve likes wrestling. You're marrying guy, and <laughs> so that's your number one. My uh, most favorite song. Number, yeah. Okay, so my top ten is more of a combination of songs that are my favorite songs, and I think ones that are iconic in the world of professional wrestling. So here we go. Number 10 was on your list, but it's, I'll just play really quick. So my list wasn't terrible. No. <laughs> just bad rankings. Glorious. This is number 10. Made my list. And I was hesitant to put this on the list because he hasn't been around that long as far as in WWE's universe. He hasn't. The song hasn't been around that long. But like I mentioned earlier, this is one of the first times I can remember a guy getting over just on his theme song alone. Granted, he's an awesome wrestler and a good promo and all that, but the entrance and the theme song gets him over. And and I think it also helps that he believes that he's so glorious. He's such just a gift to wrestling. Like, he just loves himself. <laughs> and, like, the guitar souls and stuff. Here, I'll play a little bit more because we didn't listen to it much earlier. Just an awesome list. Just an awesome song. So here we go. This is number nine. If you listened last week, <laughs> you'll have a guess of what number nine was. If you ever take a trip down to <laughs> Love the first line. Big Boston. I thought that he was singing this song. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> big stick of ball and chain too. I think he got this theme song after he turned babyface. Yeah. And he was a. We teased you last week saying you would take a big boss man wrestling buddy, but I liked him too. Um, <laughs> I didn't like him enough to get a wrestling buddy. Someone was like Hogan, Macho Man, Warrior, Boss Man. It sounds like you're yeah. a boss man. Get the fuck out of here. But he's got an awesome theme When song. I started watching, he was a good guy. So then I started watching stuff before, and he uh -huh. did lose a lot of weight. Oh, like, he, was, he was real fat, like mm -hmm. when he was Twin Towers. Yeah. And I, don't, I just started watching when he was the good guy. Me too. So when I went back, I was kind of confused that people were booing mm -hmm. him. I was like, why would a cop be a bad guy? I didn't get why it. Why is he so fat? <laughs> <laughs> that was on my on my 10, and then I'm like thinking, there's got to be something better. But that would have been on my top 10. Nothing's better than that. Sure, there actually, is. there is. <laughs> you have seven more, don't you? <laughs> I do. Number seven. This is a workout song that, like, if I'm on my last rep of something, this is what I'll push. Mickey. My favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, it's just a badass Motorhead song. Yeah. I believe someone wrote for them and they performed it for him. I think that's how the story goes. Uh, I think this is his, his best his best song. Like I mentioned, I think it's cool when he combines King of Kings with this. But the game is, he gave himself a nickname from this song. Time to play the game. He is the game. Yeah. Uh, do you, what do you, it's all about the game. And, and how, how you, you play and it. And how you play it. <laughs> Of the playing shoes, 
the reason I so so the, one of the reasons I like it it's just so evil and just heavy and just the way he comes out is it's just so yeah. cool it's yeah with the with the strobe lights and the water and everything it's a badass song so number six um, you had on your list so we won't talk too much about it America. Dusty <laughs> and why did you like it? <laughs> so I thought Sapphire sang it <laughs> It's just a catchy song. It's just a fun song. Right? Sex the Sapphire. Yep, and it, there's another one also on your list. I believe this is on your list, yeah. You think you know me. So we've got a little similarities with ours. Edge. But that was number five for mine. Day. <laughs> I think that would be number one if you did you know, your favorite songs. Just actual songs? Yeah. No, my number one of my actual favorite songs is coming up. Okay. It's not this one, but this is... Is it your number one, though? No. Okay. Um, but this one is a different version of what was on your list. <laughs> a better one. Sings his own theme song. I remember when he split from Sherry. Like, he, <laughs> she pissed him off and he dumped her. <laughs> and then he came out with this. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> but so, she, But... If you listen to it, it's still the Sherry Moan at the beginning. Yeah, and even now, because he's, you know, 50-something years old, and he comes out, it's like, I'm just, just like, listen, don't listen to the lyrics. Just listen to the cool, like, guitar beat and the songs, yeah. and it's catchy, and he's my favorite wrestler of all time, and he's a guy that will never have another theme song, could never have another theme song again, especially after the Sherry. Uh, I don't remember what, did he go straight from the Rockers theme to the Sherry theme yeah. song, yeah, because she was his manager, yeah, and that was it. So he never had like an in-between thing. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the Rockers theme, for I would say about a year or two, I thought the Rockers and the Warrior had the same theme. They're similar. Yeah, but the Warriors is a little more like peppy, and mm -hmm. like the Ultimate Warriors is a little more intense. Uh, this is my number four pick, and here we go. <laughs> Just like strut to this. Scott Hall calls it the porno music. <laughs> that was on my ten. I kind of worked my ten a little bit. What do you mean worked it? Like worked it down? Yeah, I worked it down. Other songs that came up, I'm like, well, you know, I'll go with the DX song instead of the NWO song. And then I was going through NWO songs, and I don't know if you remember, there was a mid card NWO song, like okay. Buck Bagwell, yeah, and um, uh, Scotty Norton, like all the B players of the mm -hmm. NWO would come out to, and it yeah. was so cheesy. <laughs> but it was uh, an NWO song, but it was like their yeah, it was a crappy version of yeah. it. The NWO, that's on there on me number four so high because uh, it's an iconic song. It's recognizable, but it's also catchy and cool. That's why it's up there for me. And it's well, one of the only WCW things I think we have on here. I also thought about throwing the Lex Luger one on there or the Ric Flair one, but didn't make the cut. Did not make the cut. So here we go. This is my so number. So Wolfpack, do you like the Wolfpack? Yeah. Wolfpack is back more than that or no? No, the NWO is back. The Wolfpack is back is catchy because like the, like the beat is good. It's like the howl in the beginning. <laughs> well, we'll, just, we'll remix a howl on there. For that you. would be a song <laughs> with the first. Baron note. Corbin needs to bring the wolf pack. Yeah, he's the lone wolf. So. Yes. This is my favorite song, and this is my ultimate workout song. Number number three. This is, this is my favorite one. Okay. Demolition and listen to the lyrics. Literally just describing what they Here are. Here comes the axe. Literally just the describing them. So axe, pain, and smash destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one, like, the beat, like, it gets you, like, moving and going. Right. And Demolition was an awesome tag team. When I was a kid, probably one of my favorite tag teams. I loved them. I loved Legion of Doom. Loved the Rockers. Loved the Heart Foundation. 
But Demolition just seemed cool to me, like the face paint. Because keep in mind, before Legion of Doom came over, I didn't really ex- you know anything exposed to them. Yeah, we didn't know who they were. Yeah, so they was just awesome. Looking back, they're a little like freaky, like Bondism like stuff. Yeah. But at the time, I thought they were just like, oh, we're just cool guys in black and studs. Yeah. When I learned their song, when it, well, hearing the lyrics to it. I, it always bothered me. It probably doesn't bother anybody else how he, he was saying, here comes the axe, then here comes a smasher. I'm like, but his name's Smash. <laughs> Maybe it's his nickname. Maybe. But here comes a smash, walking, smasher with demolition, walk, smasher disaster rhymes. Yeah. Smash disaster rhymes. Right. <laughs> so they just said, fuck your name. <laughs> we got to find something to rhyme with this. Devils will get you. <laughs> That's like a trivia question. What are Axe and Smash's middle names? <laughs> Pain and destruction. So here's my number two. Um, I'm just going to play it, then we'll talk about it. Number two. Shaking your head in disappointment. <laughs> Whenever I hear this song, I just picture me watching VHS tapes. I picture like a miniature version of myself um, watching those tapes. And after Hogan would always win, pose down, and they'd restart his song because he'd be posing so long. Yeah. Chorus. Pretty good. Catchy. It's yeah. catchy. I just I remember as a kid, like I didn't like him. I'm like, what the? (laughs) Like this guy. Yeah. But he was also one of the first guys to get a recognizable song. There's a handful of guys that had theme songs, but Mm -hmm. his was like the theme song to get. And it would probably be my number one, but my number one, I think, is the greatest overall wrestler of all time. You know, from talking to wrestling to drawing abilities to everything. He's he's number one, period. So I'm going to go ahead and play his, and that's why... I think it's a cool song, and I also think it's iconic, and it's him. Um, but it's just in the history of wrestling, it's it's overall going to be the best theme song of all time. You hear that glass break? There's only one guy. That's you know be, you're getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And it fits him too, like he's walking down, like all pissed off. And like... so he's just—he's gonna be my number one of all time. And he was even on your list, Austin. Because you said you didn't want to make it obvious. I didn't you want said... obvious ones on there. Or Austin and The Rock would have been on there. Let's say you were allowed to have obvious ones. Where would he rank on your list? Um, if I'm doing a top ten, probably number one. Okay. Cool. Number one. <laughs> so the we, Rock probably number two. So we both agree that that's probably number one. Yeah. Okay. So here, let me go over my top. But ten. again, I went most memorable. Yeah, I get that. To but me, I, and I did both. <laughs> but he's, but it's just him walking down the aisle. You know, this is playing and would restart and the glass shattering and. There was a couple times where like WWE like partnered with like metal bands like he had disturbed versions of stuff which yeah. I hated. Yeah, that wasn't good. So like it had the same intro because they were not going to get rid of that glass shattering, but it, it's just awesome. And he had a couple times where they had the the glass shatter when he walked out. There was the famous WrestleMania 13, also at a SummerSlam I believe 98. He had a glass shatter at Madison Square Garden, so it kind of all worked together. There's one song that I. I probably I probably should have texted you, but I thought was one of the greatest songs. I even had a shirt. It was uh, Mr. Ass. I'm an ass man. I loved that song. You had and Mr. All the, Mr. Ash the yeah, lips? Had, yeah, I had lips on the front. It said something about ass on the back. What did your father think when he saw you wearing that shirt? He wasn't around that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at our Mr. Ass theme. It's Billy Gunn. And everything, he, <laughs> and if you listen to the lyrics, everything that he says he's going to do to him is just either absurd or funny. This is a real good song, too. That'll be my number one. 
Okay, so we're not going to play the last song of The Ass Man. <laughs> if you walk the line. <laughs> so I'm gonna, here we go. Here's here we'll review really quick my top ten. Number ten was Bobby Roo Glorious. Number nine was The Big Boss Man. Number eight, Triple H The Game. Number seven, Dusty Rhodes American Dream. Number six, Edge. Number five, Shawn Michaels, featuring Shawn Michaels, <laughs> singing it. Uh, number four, the NWO original theme. Number three, Demolition. Uh, number two, Hulk Hogan, Real American. Number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So those are my top ten of all time. It's a good list. You didn't think we'd have a lot to talk about. We're over an hour. Here. I know. <clears throat> we didn't, really. We just let the music kind of speak for us. <laughs> but this is a good show. It was a fun yeah, show. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking yesterday, okay, I've got these songs there's not much i could say about them <laughs> other than oh yeah i like them yeah and then i just think like, i don't have much to say but then i get on here and i'm yeah chatting kathy <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> you're just staring there's dead air and i gotta That's ramble true. on for a while well i'm thinking speaking of uh rambling on thank you everybody uh last week who listened our show about toys and um video games was the most played show we've had in our five shows this is now six so thank you Really appreciate anybody listening and everybody giving feedback. Um, share with your friends, anyone you know that likes wrestling and wants to listen to just fun stuff and from the past. And we still try to talk about present stuff as much as we can, too. Uh, next week, we're going to start my WrestleMania Memories project, where in the middle of the show, we're going to have a little um, guest come on um, from all over the place. There's someone from Canada, someone from Texas, someone from Chicago, someone in D.C., kind of all over the place talking about the WrestleMania memories and being there in person. Um, I will kind of filter that into the topic of our show. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about just yet, but it will be WrestleMania themed, either a specific match, an event, um, or a whole overall show. We can talk about that. Uh, everybody, you can always follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. Please give us any feedback at all that you have. PPWpodcast at gmail.com is where you can send us an email to. We're on SoundCloud, and you can subscribe on iTunes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And, Eric, do you got anything else to say? You got any ideas for next week? Uh, maybe match stipulations. At WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay, maybe. It's a good idea. Um, if not, we'll think of something else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you, anybody wants to join the WrestleMania Memories Project where they had been to one or just want to talk about uh, the WrestleMania experience, you could shoot me a note on Twitter at PPW Podcast. So I am Steve Fountas. With Eric Sanchez. Eric, thanks That's for coming me. out. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a good week, and we will see you next week. And before I wrap up completely, you know what I got to play, right? Um, the ass man. Thanks, guys. PPW Podcast on Twitter. 